Hey, Chosen Royalty family. I hope everybody's doing well. I wanted to come and just see how you guys are doing today. If you are blessed and know you're blessed, you should be doing so good. Because the grace of God is resting upon you. And if you don't even realize what you are and who you are, and you don't know how blessed and highly favored you are, then this may be the time that we get our mindset in a different place. At this moment, I just want to know that you can honor God and, and accept his favor and his rest and his grace that he's poured upon you. You're, you're living, you're a living sacrifice. And I know that with you living here on earth, that the Lord God is working everything out for you. Even when you don't think he's doing anything, he's working in the background. He's got people uh, ready to speak to you. He's got people who are going to introduce themselves to you. He knows who you need to talk to and who you don't need to talk to. The Lord will keep you away from who he does not you want you to be around. So don't worry when things are not going well for you. Don't worry when things uh people walk away from you. Don't worry if you have to. Matter of fact, if you have to walk away. Because I feel like in days and times we don't talk about the things that um, we do that we know that the Lord is asking us to do because of the grace and everything he's put on our lives. Sometimes God is asking us to walk away from something. I realized um, just went on my journey with Jesus Christ that there are some things that may need to happen in our lives that we probably don't we probably don't we don't feel too happy about to do you know we don't get excited to do but if the lord is requesting and asking that he sees something that we don't see the lord knows what's good for us he knows that Hey, this person may look like, may look all shiny on the outside. It may be glitter, sparkly, and clean. But the inside is a disaster. And it's time to walk away from that disaster until that person can come to the knowledge of who they are. And then you can, I mean, walk together with them and encourage them and help them build themselves. And even when they're not building themselves at the moment, it is still an opportunity for you as a child of God to make disciples and speak to them, talk to them and tell them who Jesus Christ is. Ask about that. And still, like like Jesus told us, you know, you have to watch the fruit in people. How are the fruit of the spirits? How do they live? If you're con- if you and them fellowship together in the mighty name of Jesus, how are they living? Are their fruits telling on them? The fruits saying that this is an a young uh 
or an older individual that has joy and peace and knows where it comes from and has the knowledge to know where it comes from because the spirit feels it. Not the flesh, but the spirit feels all of these fruits of the spirit. And when that person is awakened to it, they're living in it. And you know that they're living in it because nothing will allow them to get out of character of the spirit of Jesus. They won't get out of the character. It's one thing to put on the uh, um, a character. It's like putting on a mask. When someone's wearing a mask or wearing some type of, um, you know, a, like a... It's like they could switch out skins. You know how these kids play the the games on you know online, and then they want to buy a new skin and be a do, different person. Well, that's how the world wants you to do. That's what the world wants for us. But let me tell you something: you can never change your skin. You can never change your spirit. Whatever that spirit is, that's what that spirit is. Okay. But it don't matter how many times you change in this earthly realm, you'll never be able to change what's inside in your spirit. Like a car, and I was just about to mention it a little a little while ago, but you can have a nice car, clean car. The outside of that car is shiny and immaculate, not a speck of dirt. But if you open that door and look inside, it can smell bad. It can look bad. It got crumbs in the seat, crumbs on the floor, all different things going on with it. Because why? Hmm. There's dirt left within. There's uncleanliness within. And the outside is just a facade. It's showing you something that it really is not. And that's how some of um, some of us as individuals still claim to be. Now, I was not right all my life. Nope. And guess what? God is still cleaning me up from some things. But walking with him and the journey that I'm on, I shall not fall. Every day I wake up with a new mind and I die to my old self and everything that my flesh wants to do because I want to live in the spirit and walk with Jesus every single day with the things he would want me to do. Inviting um, Christ into conversations and speaking about how good he is. Living the life like Jesus is to humble myself so that way others can know how the life of Christ leads us on a path of righteousness. And when we get to the point to where nothing can bother you no more, you will not be shaken. When you're still able to be shaken, there's some work God's trying to do within. When he's shaking, shaking, shaking you up, that means something needs to be done. Something needs to happen. And when you get that word, get anchored in the Lord, focus on them, get your knees up like they tell my son in football, get your knees 
up. Okay? Don't slack. And continue to walk with the Lord. Get your knees up. We're not going to crawl. Okay? We're going to walk with him. Crawling is like half-stepping. You're only going to get there if you, you're taking your time and you want to do it when you want to. You can stop when you're crawling. Crawling, you can, because you're on your knees. You're on your hands and knees and you're crawling. And a lot of people get tired and they stop. Never get tired or weary of well-doing. Don't stop. Get up and walk. When you walk with the Lord, yeah, I know they may say, that, well, you can stop walking too. Yeah, a lot of people can stop walking. That'll be more of not a lazy decision, lazy conscious decision, but it is double-mindedness because you're already at a, you're already a point where you're moving and you're moving more swiftly and you're following and you're going. But when you get double-minded, when you want to stop, your two legs stop. That's when things happen. Because you're all you're you're moving you're moving with him when you're walking. You're going. You're not dragging. Okay. And I mean that's not to say because uh, you know I know a lot a lot of people's mind goes in different different direction. Please don't take it for in the wrong. I need you to get it in the spirit. What I'm saying. And, I mean, there's so many times where you can, if you just don't understand, just don't try to force it. The understanding. You ask, just ask God, what is the revelation about what this is, about this, this, this word tonight? Move with intention. Never drag with intention. Because it will force you to stop. Lay down, rest, or be lazy. Not rest, but be be lazy. Because when you're walking and you're doing the will of God, God will, will put you at a rest in him while you're walking. So it's more of a peaceful walk, like footprints on the sand. Then he'll start carrying you because you're walking with him. Things won't be hard anymore. There were four footprints, but then all of a sudden there were two. And just to know that the two that you see was the feet of Jesus. He's carried you. So now there's only two footprints in the sand. It's so good. It's so good to know this. My God. The Lord makes a way, guys. And I know that you guys know that when you do things right in the sight of God, he... Is watching at all times. He will reward you. I was reading 2 Kings 22 and 2 today. And as I was reading. Okay. As I was reading. Um, it was pleasing to come across. 2 Kings 22. Chapter 22 verse 2. And it says. He did what was pleasing in the Lord's sight. And followed the example of his of his ancestor David. He didn't turn away 
from doing what was right. Let's read that in the King James Version because he said, and he and he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord. Excuse me. And walked in all the way of David, his father, and turned not aside to the right hand or to the left. That is so important to Jesus Christ that we walk with the Lord and not turn to the right or the left, not be confused on where we're going because we have a mark. We have um, a prize at the end. When we get there, we know that if we keep our eyes focused on Jesus and we keep our faith up, then going that one direction with him, everything else will follow. Everything else will work out with us. Just have the faith that once we get on a path that you can't see nothing but you, Jesus Christ, in the end, you're going towards him, you're following him, you're going and you're doing what's pleasing Living by the fruits while you're following, while you're going with Jesus. We know that it says that even in the sight of the Lord, you're walking all the way of David, his father, and turn not aside to the right hand or to the left. Don't go to the right or left. Continue doing what God asks you to do and let it be pleasing unto the Lord. Let, Let the Lord smile upon you. Okay, let him smile upon you and and allow him to give you his peace. It's so, you know, peace is a word. It's a five little word that I think that is the most comforting word that really gets misunderstood and not spoken about as much as it needs to be because peace, y'all. I can't tell y'all how comforting it is and I I have I have encountered God's peace so hard and I'm so grateful and thankful that the Lord God has given me the peace that surpasses all understanding and which really you would not understand unless you Follow him and rest in the Lord. When you start resting in him, then you understand, man. You understand the peace. Ugh, I feel it. Mm. <laughs> Philippians 4 and 6, y'all, says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be known unto God. Who's requesting peace in their life? Who's requesting peace? Just know everything in prayer you ask for, supplication and supplication. And you give thanks to the Lord for being who he is. Tell God what you need. Tell him what you do. You need peace. Mental health starts with Telling someone what disturbs your peace in order to heal you to have your peace back. And with mental health, we all say these things, you know, over and over again about mental health. But mental health is so serious. And not only one 
person deals with it. When we talk about mental health, honestly, guys, we're just talking about the defeat of what the enemy is trying to do to us because we already have a rest and we already have the knowledge of God that we we live with his peace with us. We live with the Holy Spirit within us and which gives us the comfort and the peace we already have, we need that the Lord has given us. But mental health addresses the issues that the enemy places on us. My God, thank you, Jesus. Oh, I feel that one. I knew I, I heard it. Mm. When mental health, our mental health attacks us, and it goes left. And anyway, that's an issue that the enemy has contacted. That's an issue that the, that the enemy had heard about. He got the memo and he's trying to work on that mental health. What we need to do as people is fast and pray. Ask God to come and wash everything unclean from our mindset so we can start renewed and be a renewed people of God. Do you hear me? Oh, no. This, I, I think y'all hung up. If I hope, I hope and pray that you all get this in the spirit. And that you guys love yourselves and love one another. And pray, pray, pray. Practice fasting. Even if you have never fasted before, even if you can start with only a couple hours in a day, I would double down and do two, not just one, but double down them hours. So you, that's a push for, for a beginner. Two hours, erase everything from your life besides God and the word. Because God is the word. Everything else has to go. Pray. Pray and read what God is saying. And then within those two hours you're talking to him. Within those two hours you're reading verses. In those two hours, even reading the verses, if you don't understand, you're asking God, please send me a revelation of your word, Lord. I, I invite you in. During this fast. For two hours for you. And then. After conquering those two hours. Congratulations. You have done it. And then. I challenge you to increase. Your two hours to four hours. And then after four hours. Six hours. Then seven. If you can complete seven to eight hours. Of. Fasting. Once a week, it's a beginning. And from the beginning, you've started something and the Lord sees your progress. Then you're walking, you're walking, you're walking, you're walking with him. Eventually, he's going to lift you up and pick you up. You won't be walking. He will do the walking for you. And that's all that I wanted to say. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for that. Thank you. 
Can I pray? I pray for you guys before we leave. Father God, thank you for this nation. Thank you for your children of God who tapped into this today in the spirit and understand the word. And those who could not and who is being blind by what is going on, I pray that you clear their minds and renew them right now, Father God. Erase what the enemy is trying to do, Father God. Let us dig deeper into you, Father, because we need you. We need a renewed mind. We need a new mindset. We need to get up and start walking so we can feel the the lightweight and we can feel the peace and rest when you pick us up. I thank you, Lord, just for being you, the Alpha and Omega. I thank you, Lord, for touching this nation and, and inviting yourself in, in things, not just budging your way, but you've been inviting yourself in things so seamlessly that this will your your words will be fulfilled, my Lord. And your kingdom come. Forgive us all of our sins, dear Lord Jesus. We repent and ask that we do not sin anymore. And the sins we do not even know we're doing and saying, I pray, Lord, that you clear our minds, our hearts, our spirits, so we don't pick up on what the enemy is trying to trick us into, so we will not sin, dear Lord. For in our ignorance, we do things that we do not know. But we bow down, ask for forgiveness, and ask that you show us the way, Lord, because we need you. You, we know you don't really need us. But we need you. And we know, Lord, that you love us. To call us out and say, you love us that much. You love us that much. You don't want to do away with your children. Even the disobedient ones. You hang on to them and try to teach them the way. But Lord God, we know that you are a just God. And you, you fix us. You fix us. Even in our wrongdoings, you fix us. In your clever and smart and intelligent way that you do things. And we thank you. For calling us back to you, my Lord. Thank you. Touch those who are listening. Their families. And everyone around. Even in the midst of this pandemic. We need you. Place a fence around us. Protect us. And send your angels to watch over us. Your children. And never let the enemy in. In the mighty name of Jesus. We need you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for staying. I really want to, I wanted to pour that into you today. But I pray that you all will always lift your head up to the heels. For God is with you always. And may his peace and joy and love be with you always. Okay, 
I love you. Be the salt of the earth, guys. Okay? Season well. Have a good night or good day. I love you. Good night. Hey, this is Chosen Royalty. I'm coming again to you guys to tell you, God bless you. God be with you. Be at peace in all your days. I love you so much. Be the salt and light of the earth. Season well. I love you. Praise God. Glory to God. In Jesus' name. Shalom, everyone.